This podcast episode is for you. If you have Hashimoto's, hair loss, and blood sugar dysregulation, Natalia will explain the connection between Hashimoto's, high blood sugar, and, of course, hair loss. We will also discuss 10 ways you can lower blood sugar when dealing with thyroid disease, so stay tuned. Hello, thank you for listening to Thyroid Hair Loss Connection Podcast, a science-based, honest, candid conversation about how your thyroid affects your hair. You will learn practical solutions to hair growth, healing your thyroid, and balancing hormones with holistic nutrition approach and the latest treatments. Your hosts, me, Natalia Sanzo, a registered dietitian, aka Nashville Thyroid Expert, and Kimberly Vaughn, a board-certified trichologist, hair loss specialist, and coach. To stay up to date on the latest topics, make sure to subscribe to our channel. We also cannot do this without you. Send us a question to the link below and tune in each week for the answers. Now, let's head to the show. Kimberly, thank you for this introduction. Listeners, today I want to help you understand the connection between your thyroid disease, blood sugar dysregulation, and hair loss. If you experience three of these things, then pay very close attention to the information in this episode. First, let's talk about the connection between Hashimoto's and blood sugar, right? So studies show that Hashimoto's may decrease glucose absorption, leading to an accumulation of sugar in the blood. In turn, this accumulation of sugar causes more insulin to be produced to utilize excess sugar, glucose, uh, eventually leading to insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. In addition, thyroid hormones are essential for the regulation of metabolism, the conversion of food into either energy or fat. And an underactive thyroid gland slows metabolism, and that can lead to weight gain, right? We kind of know that. We experience that as Hashimoto's, um, you know, as somebody who's dealing with Hashimoto's. Okay, so what is the connection between high blood sugar and hair loss? High blood sugar can actually damage blood vessels, which in turn restricts blood flow, resulting in certain cells getting less oxygen and nutrient that they need. And some of those cells are our hair follicles. This deficiency can negatively impact the normal growth cycle of hair follicles, which can lead obviously to hair loss. Okay, so what does research say about Hashimoto's and blood sugar? A new study, and I will link uh, the studies in the description note under this podcast if you're interested. So this new study found that people with hypothyroidism may be at greater risk for type 2 diabetes, even if their thyroid hormone levels are capped with a normal range. Listeners, I will repeat this again. You may be at greater risk for type 2 diabetes even if your thyroid hormone levels are kept with a normal range. So how do you know if you have low or high blood sugar? Pay attention to how you feel after you eat. If you have normal glucose response, there is no fatigue or change in your energy level after you eat. All that happens is that you're no longer hungry, right? Now, if you eat and you get energy, that's a sign that your blood sugar levels are low or were low, 
And if you eat and you get fatigue, that is the sign that your blood sugar levels are probably on the higher side. Okay, so now let's talk about 10 simple scientifically supported ways or steps um, that you can take to lower blood sugar naturally. Number one, it's regular exercise. Exercise can improve insulin sensitivity, a good thing, and assist you in achieving and maintaining a healthy weight. Your cells can use the available sugar in your bloodstream more efficiently if your insulin sensitivity is increased. I often advise my clients to consume so-called exercise snacks, which are little breaks you take during the day to reduce blood sugar and mitigate the negative effects of sitting all day. Okay, step number two. Limit your carbohydrate intake. Your blood sugar levels are significantly impacted by the amount of carbohydrates you consume. Carbs are converted by your body into sugars, primarily glucose. Insulin then assists your body in using and storing it for energy. It is crucial to understand that minimizing your carbohydrate intake versus completely eliminating your carbs intake Altogether are two very different pathways, guys. When keeping an eye on your blood sugar, you can still consume carbohydrates. However, choosing gluten-free, of course, whole grains in favor of processed grains and refined carbohydrates often offers uh, better nutrient benefits while lowering blood sugar levels. Okay, let's talk about step number three consume more fiber. Fiber promotes a more steady increase in blood sugar levels by delaying the digestion and absorption of carbohydrates. As you know, fiber comes in two two variants, soluble and insoluble. While both are beneficial, soluble fiber has been specifically proven to, to help blood sugar regulation. Foods rich in soluble fibers are... Let's say, for example, black beans, avocado, Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, broccoli, pears, kidney beans. I mean, I can go on and on. And actually, I do want to add apples are high in soluble fibers, flax seeds, sunflower seeds, hazelnuts, and our favorite gluten-free oats. Step number four that will help you keep your blood sugar at bay is drink water. You may be able to maintain regular blood sugar levels by staying hydrated. It also helps the kidney to eliminate any extra sugar in the urine. Remember that the ideal beverages are water and other drinks with no calories. Step number five, practice portion control. Portion control can assist you in managing your calorie consumption and maintaining a healthy weight. Being at a healthy weight promotes normal blood blood sugar levels by itself and has been shown to lower the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. And guys, unfortunately, about 50% of people with Hashimoto's develop type 2 diabetes. Let's talk about some useful tips for controlling portion sizes. You can weigh and measure your servings until you get a pretty good idea of what would one serving of certain food look like. You can use a smaller plate. uh, And definitely, guys, skip the all-you-can-eat establishments. You can keep a meal log. 
and definitely slow down while you're eating. It should take you at least 20 minutes to finish a meal. And the last tip I have is reevaluate the serving sizes and review the food labels often. Let's move on to step number six. Select food products with a low glycemic index. The glycemic index, GI, measures how quickly your body consumes carbohydrates and how quickly they break down throughout digestion. This influences how rapidly your blood sugar levels increase. Foods are classified as low, medium, or high within the glycemic index, which scores them between 0 to 100. The scoring of low glycemic index meals is about 55 or lower. So the quantity and kind of carbohydrates you consume both affect how a meal impacts your blood sugar levels. Food products uh, with a low to medium glycemic index include, for instance, Greek yogurt without any added sugar or fruit, whole wheat pasta, and of course, make it gluten-free, lentils, beans, oats, and non-starchy vegetables. Basically, all the foods that are high or higher in fiber will have a lower glycemic index. Additionally, incorporating protein or essential fats help reduce blood sugar spikes following a meal. I hope you guys are learning something new today. If you have any questions, you can send us a message through the link attached in the description of this episode. Another way you can lower blood sugar naturally is by controlling your stress. Your blood sugar levels may be impacted by stress. Your body produces and releases the hormones glucagon and cortisol in response to stress, which elevates blood sugar levels. Exercising, relaxing, and meditating substantially reduces stress and lower blood sugar levels. Okay, guys, let's talk about step number eight. Ensure you get adequate rest, right? That's a no-brainer. Getting the rest you need is beneficial for your health, right? In addition, lack of sleep and poor quality of sleep can have an impact on insulin sensitivity and blood sugar level, heightening the possibility of developing type 2 diabetes. Additionally, it may boost hunger and stimulate weight gain. That's the last thing we want, right? Let's talk about the ways you can increase the quality of your sleep. You would want to maintain regular sleep patterns, right? Going to bed and waking up at about the same time. Stay away from alcohol and caffeine during the later hours of the day. Limit your naps during the day. You know, establish a nighttime regime and use calming aromas like lavender. You can try a warm bath or shower before bedtime. Of course, minimize screen time. This is the challenge for most people, I think. Keep the temperature in your house uh, set to cooler you know, temperature, and if possible, refrain from using your sleeping space as the workspace. Let's talk about step number nine. Consume meals high in magnesium and chromium. Micronutrient deficiencies have been connected to diabetes and high blood sugar levels. Deficit in the minerals like magnesium and chromium are just a few examples, actually. The metabolism of carbohydrates and fats incorporates 
chromium. It might enhance the effects of insulin, which will help with blood sugar management. Food high in chromium include meat, whole grain items, fruits, veggies, and nuts. Blood sugar levels can also be improved with magnesium. In fact, a much lower risk of diabetes has been connected to diets high in magnesium. Foods that are high in magnesium include our dark leafy greens, seeds from pumpkin and squash, which is a perfect time to eat them right now, it's fall, Um, whole grains, tuna, bananas, avocados, beans, and my favorite, dark chocolate. Okay, guys, we have arrived to our final step that will help you keep your blood sugar levels stable. Think about including specific products in your diet. There are numerous foods and plants that have healing properties. Unfortunately, due to a lack of human studies, there are no definite recommendations regarding the use of these products I will talk about, but based on the success stories in my practice, let's talk about a few of the foods that may help lower blood sugar. First up is apple cider vinegar. Some studies suggest that it may lower blood sugar levels through postponing the stomach emptying after a meal. Next up is cinnamon. This spice may lower blood sugar levels by increasing insulin sensitivity and delaying the digestion of carbohydrates in the digestive tract. Next one is barberine. According to some research, this substance reduces blood sugar through enhancing the use or usage of sugar by your tissues, right, by your cells, activating the breakdown of glucose by enzymes and boosting the creation of insulin. Listeners, let us know which approaches you have tried in the past that were great in lowering blood sugar and improving insulin sensitivity. You can do so by commenting under this podcast episode or sending us a message. Listeners, this episode was so full of useful information and actionable steps you can take to manage Hashimoto's. And of course, you heard lots of actionable steps to manage your blood sugar, and then in turn, which will of course help your hair loss. So make sure you listen through this multiple times if you need to. But if you guys learned something new today, make sure that you please consider leaving us a rating and a review. For this show can only continue when we have your support. Thank you for being a part of the Thyroid Hair Loss Connection community, and we want you to have an amazing day.